Hey, what's going on? It's Darius Faroo, and you're listening to a new episode of the Darius Faroo Show. And on this episode, I'm going to give you four tips that will help you to get motivated during adversity. So at some point in our life, we'll all face adversity. doesn't matter how small or big it is. You know, every now and then, we'll run into some challenges, like illness or financial problems or, you know, challenges in our relationships. And, you know, these things happen. And often, when it happens, when life gets tough, we often think, oh, this is the end, right? We say, oh, life is over, and I've been there as well. And the reason we do that is it's, it's just a cognitive bias. During a crisis, it's often very difficult to judge that crisis. But afterwards, it's easy. We just look back and say, oh, you know, I, I went through it, and it was hard, and, you know, I came out of it stronger. But that never happens when we're in the middle of it. So if you are listening to this right now and you are facing adversity, just know that it will get better. You know, things will pass. And even though you're thinking, oh, it will never pass, it will. You know, just look at your own life and things that you were facing came to an end, right? And it will happen again. But when, it ha- when you are in the middle of it, I know it's very difficult. Uh, so on this episode, I want to share... Four quick things, four quick tips that will help you uh, to get you know better at with dealing with adversity. And even if you are not facing adversity right now, it's good to you know learn these things because when you are, you can apply them. And it can also, when you start doing these things and when you form the, the habits that I talk about on this episode, you'll get better at dealing with challenges you know on a day-to-day basis as well because. You know, after going through a lot of personal and professional challenges myself in the last years, I learned these things, and now I'm going to share them with you on this podcast. So, the first thing that I recommend is to do something that makes you feel good. And, a, and online shopping or drinking a, a, a whole bottle of scotch doesn't count, <laughs> because you and I both know that's only temporary ple- pleasure, you know, that... That's really useless. You know, you probably heard of the hedonic treadmill. It's about, you know, when we do things for pleasure, that the effect it lasts very short. You know, it's never lasting pleasure. So what I'm talking about when I say do something that makes you feel good, I'm talking about lasting pleasure. So I like to organize, you know, activities with my friends or, you know, spend the whole day reading a nice book, um, just you know, going to the gym, going to the sauna, going to the pool, you know, just chilling. And that's that's what gives me a lot of pleasure. And that makes me feel, you know, appreciative of life. And it makes me enjoy life. And, you know, sometimes I spend a whole day listening to music or, you know, I got a lot of uh, old uh, records on vinyl and I just listen to those and it just do some, some fun things, that things that, you know, make you feel good. That's good to, you know, get the serotonin flow and the dopamine flow and all those things. The happy chemicals is really important. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But the second thing, I just want to get a little bit more serious, is that ask for help. When you're dealing with a lot of challenges and that becomes too much for you, it's time to seek out help. And the first place you would look is your family 
And if you don't have, you know, strong family or if you don't have good connection with your family, look at your friends. And if you don't have that, look at your work. If you don't have that, look to therapy. You know, there's always someone out there who wants to help you. But people can't help you if you don't ask them or if you don't let them. And that's really important to understand is that never feel too proud to admit that you're going through a tough time. And there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, I think it's, you know, a sign of strength when people ask for help. So it's really important to always remember that. You know, it's okay to ask for help and you're not in this thing alone. And then the third tip that I want to share is write down your biggest fear. This is something that I learned from Susan Jeffers' book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. It's a it's a really good book. It has helped me a lot in the past and I always recommend it to people who, you know, who worry a lot, who face a lot of anxiety. And one of the things that I learned from that book is to ask yourself the question, what's the worst thing that can happen? And when times are really difficult, we can ask ourselves that question and say, oh, well, you know, maybe my company is going bust or, you know, I'm losing my job. I'm getting divorced or I made a really bad decision. What's the worst thing that can happen now? And then you'll find out that the worst thing that happens is probably something temporary, right? Things will get better. The only, the the worst thing that can happen to you or your family or your loved ones is that you'll die, right? And if you, if the answer is, I'm not going to die, it's all good. All you need to do right now is start putting your thoughts on paper because we have very irrational thoughts. And once you start asking yourself the question, what the wor- what's the worst thing that can happen? You also start thinking about it and then you'll start becoming more practical about what is really going on. What's the challenge that I'm facing? Is it so hard that I can't find a solution? And this leads me to the fourth and final tip that I want to share is that create a plan because once you start that process of rationalizing your fear you start creating a plan so okay my company will go bust what am I going to do about it and I've talked about this recently as well the passive mindset and the active mindset fear is a very is a passive thing you know we let let it happen to us And instead, what I'm talking about right now on this podcast, everything that I talk about is an active approach. So I was very passive in the past as well, but I've trained myself to become active. You know, always look for a solution and always look for action. So when I'm facing adversity or when I'm, you know, really down about something and things are not working out, I've had some setbacks, business is not going well, whatever it is, right? I create a plan. And when you do that, by definition, you are looking at the future. And when we imagine a better future, we will feel better. And that is the whole strategy of everything that I talk about here on this episode is that we need to start looking forward. When we start looking at the past and we, when we start looking at our current situation and it's bad, we get in a negative cycle. And it's 
what the only task right now is to get out of it. Look to the future. Look at how you can improve. Look at the things that you will want to change. And keep reminding yourself of where you're going. And that's a really important habit to form if you want to stay motivated throughout your life is that keep looking forward. It's okay to be you know, upset every now and then or you know, f- face adversity because if you are not facing adversity, if, if your life is smooth sailing, there's also something wrong because <laughs> it's not, uh, to me, that at least that's not the life that I want is just have a you know very boring and maybe safe life but i don't to be honest i don't think that even exists um unless you hide out in some basement somewhere but uh, th- that's probably not going to happen but you know f- the final the final thing that, you, that i just want to share is look at the future and it our life is often over before we know it if we believe all people you know Old people never talk about, you know, all the things that they accomplished. They often talk about the things they didn't do. And that's that's regret. So don't forget to enjoy the process and do the things that you want to do. And think about the things that you want to do. Don't, don't set weird goals that, you know, you don't even want just because you see somebody else do it or whatever. Look inwardly and journal and think about these things. But... Just get the get get the happy chemicals flowing and understand that this is also a, a scientific process. You know, these things that happen to us when we face uh, challenges, when we start be- becoming negative, that's something that we can't stop. Those feelings, if we let it just go like that, right? We need to do something. We need to take massive action to change our whole state of mind. We need to change how we feel, how we how we operate, all those things we need to change. And we need to do that by taking, you know, crazy type of action. And to me, this is kind of, you know, it's big action. Just say, oh, you know, what are my fears? Asking for help. Uh, trying to do something that makes you feel good. That Those are all real big actions because often we don't do those things at all. We, we remain and that negative mindset. So it's really important to get out of it. So thank you for listening. Um, I talked about Susan Jeffers' book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Uh, you can also read that book on Blinkist or listen to it. And I've partnered up with them to uh, offer my readers and listeners 20% off their uh, premium plan. As you know, this is my favorite app and I use it almost every day. That's why I recommend it. It's the only app that I recommend on my podcast and on my blog. So check it out. I've included a link below. And until next time, take care.